0: This is episode 41 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today, Christy Bowden joins us to talk about health and wellness while traveling. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Christian travelers, we are so glad that you're here today. Christy Bowden is joining us. I think work traveling has a different kind of mental and emotional demand than a vacation would. She has a passion for health and wellness and how God plays a role in that. But before we get to know her, I want to once again remind you to check out our website at christiantravelers.net. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. But right now, we're going to talk to Christy. So Christy Bowden is the host and producer of the Deeper Well podcast. She is a lover of coffee, chocolate, and going to new places. Christy loves talking about faith in Jesus and the application to our health and wellness in all areas of physical, mental, and emotional health. Hey, Christy. How's it going? Good. Good. How are you? I am doing well. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got involved in health and wellness.
1: Yeah. So um, a lot of it is my own journey. Um, I also work uh, professionally as an occupational therapist. So um, I have a natural incline for a holistic perspective on health and wellness Um, But my passion for Jesus has just kind of overarched all of that um, through my own personal experiences, just the different things that I've walked through in life uh, with my own mental health and kind of looking at um, depression and anxiety and then emotional health with having difficulty um, just processing emotional emotions in a healthy way. Um, And not letting my emotions and feelings get the best of me sometimes because sometimes I can get a little passionate. And then in the areas of physical health, I've um, just walked through a a few different things. I've had some pretty important surgeries over the last couple of years. And seeing how Jesus comes through for me in a very personal and intimate way and just um, learning how to love him more and how he can heal me and he can help me through each of those areas and um, I've just developed a passion to help other people through some of those things as well because we're all connected physically emotionally and mentally whether we understand how or why or not but yeah so that's just a little bit about me and and what I like
0: yeah do you want to talk a little bit more about that connection is it like how we influence each other or how would you explain that Uh, Well, I believe that Jesus created us as
1: a whole entire being, and I think we tend to separate our emotions from our mental health, um, all separate from our physical health, because I think it's just smaller bites for us to understand, Um, but really and truly, if you've ever experienced any kind of anxiety or depression, it's like you end up feeling just overall downcast like your emotions are sad and your body feels achy it feels tired you feel fatigued you know you feel miserable and I don't feel like we are called to live like that on a permanent basis Um, there's just so much life to be had out there but it gets very difficult to see that when our emotions and our, our mental state are very clouded because we're just limited human beings. And we need Jesus to kind of pull us up out of ourselves and into him so that we can see that higher perspective that um, we're capable of. And that takes time. I mean, it it sounds like, oh, just think better. (laughs) And it's, it's more than that. It's definitely more than that. Um, It's a process and it's a, it's a walk, it's a journey. But what I love is that the more intentional, we become, and the more uh, we press in and the more we just seek after him with all of our physical strength, all of our mental strength and all of our emotional everything that we've got, he will respond to that he will hear us and he will meet us where we're at and I think that's one of my favorite things about him is he is just so compassionate for us so
0: yes, I think sometimes we think of him very law oriented, just very harsh and abrasive, but his love is so compassionate and it reaches us in so many parts of our lives.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing that he's not willing to address and not a single place that he isn't willing to go.
0: So absolutely. So when it comes to your wellness and your travels, how do you see those two things combining? Yeah,
1: I think one of the biggest challenges with it is when you're traveling, you are not in your everyday routine. I think there's enough challenge in staying healthy and staying in routine on your everyday life. And then when you go and travel, that all just gets disrupted. Uh, because you're not running on the same schedules. You might have very limited amount of sleep because you're trying to run to the next thing or maybe you're on vacation and so you have all the sleep you want in the world and, and things just get really tossedled around. Um, I think the overall idea to stay healthy is just to be conscientious of it and not ignoring yourself, ignoring your own self-care just because you're not necessarily at home when you're out looking for food to eat. It doesn't necessarily mean that you should require yourself to eat a salad and have a glass of water. Um, But you also may not want to eat the most sugar riddled thing on the menu either. You know, it's just kind of having an awareness of what is actually going to nourish my body because one, you are traveling, and depending on where you're traveling or, or what kind of environment you're in, your body might legitimately need nutrients to fight off um, whatever climate or whatever new germs or like whatever environmental factors you're facing, too. And so you can look at it from a nutritional standpoint of I might need to eat more protein versus carbs <laughs> or <laughs> Um, I might need to drink something that will actually give me some fluid um, versus just picking out something on the menu that that sounds, oh, that'll be great, and then you end up spoiling yourself. I think other things that would come into play would be the duration of your travels. No one ever got hurt eating poorly over a weekend. Um, I mean, have fun. I'm not saying you shouldn't have fun, but if you're planning on traveling for a full week or two weeks or even a month it might be a wise choice to just be kind of aware of what you're eating throughout the day so if you're eating something that's a little bit more fun maybe later in the day or vice versa pick something that kind of balances that and so you're not eating heavy laden on all the bad stuff so i think
0: the purpose of your travels would kind of come into play What would you say are some of the mental challenges that you face or emotional challenges you face while traveling? That's a good one. And I think
1: a lot of that is uh, the purpose of your travels. I think work traveling has a different kind of mental and emotional demand than Mm -hmm. a vacation would, Um, because if you're traveling for work, you're probably there on business needing to do X, Y, Z by such and such a time. And so your stress levels are much higher Um, just because you are out of your natural rhythm of things. You may not know where you're at. So you're feeling a little disoriented on top of everything else and you're just trying to get your job done. Um, So the stress levels are very high. I think then paying attention to how high your stress levels actually are and Preserving some time for some extra self-care, either at the end of your day, just kind of giving yourself some extra downtime to kind of process through good preparation ahead of time is probably really wise, like making sure you know um, the direction where you're going and how you can get all that and just kind of playing it backwards. Like, I need to be at this location. What What is that going to look like? And backing yourself up into a schedule so that you have some cushion would be helpful to kind of de-stress a little bit of that pressure um, when you're outside of the regular zone versus if you're on vacation um, depending on what kind of vacationer you are because some people are very planned vacationers they like to do all of the touristy things by noon and then at two o'clock we got to go catch this show and so they like to plan everything out which if that structure is good then great go for it. Um, Or if you're more of a laid back, like, let's just see what the day brings us kind of a thing. I think your mental health has a little bit more freedom to just kind of sink into being present um, and not being distracted by whatever's happening on social media or whatever's happening in the news that day and allowing yourself to be fully present and engaged in one, the people that you're with to make those memories and then also whatever it is that you're doing whether that's sitting in a lounge chair on the beach just absorbing the beautiful environment that you're in or whether that is in a museum in the middle of a city and just absorbing the information or whatever it is that you're enjoying at that time just really working to be fully present um, I think would be really important and keeping the distractions down I think also taking a lot of pictures is good, but also just kind of taking mental pictures in your mind. I think people forget how to take pictures with their heart. I think people sometimes just feel like, oh, I got to take this for the gram, you know, (laughs) everything for the sake of the gram. Um, But taking a time to just kind of have that moment where you just kind of pull away from a situation and just observe. And absorb it into your heart so that you can just truly enjoy it. Um, I think sometimes we forget how to make heart memories and mental memories, and we're just making sure that our phones have the picture so that we can post it later.
0: Um, And just kind of being present is just really important. Um, Along with just being present, I think a lot of this also kind of applies to how our wellness Connects with Christ, and because that is your passion, we want to share some of your thoughts on that as well.
1: Yeah, so one of my favorite things uh, to do when I'm traveling is to see a new perspective of Christ. When I've been in places that just have beautiful scenery, um, just absorbing what He's created, like what God has created. They, I mean, Scripture even talks about. The heavens declare the glory. And when you kind of do that pull away moment and you just observe what's around you, um, you can really just see that. And it's just such, it's just so, I don't know how you'd even describe it with good words. (laughs) It's just so personal, um, I think, because you're standing in it you're standing in that creation and it can just bring a new level of beauty and it doesn't even have to be a picturesque scene at yellowstone park you know it can be the park in town even you know there's a park here in waco that um, has these beautiful like uh stone cliffs and of all places i never would have guessed that waco had that i was just walking down the path going where did that come from? <laughs> but it was just the most gorgeous thing. And I just stared at this like actual rock wall and it was just a wall of rock, but it was just really cool. Cause it was just like, that was created. Like that wasn't something that man came in and like put together with a bunch of different chemicals and fabricated it through machinery. I mean, that has its own structural uniqueness as well, but Um, just seeing that creativity of the Lord and um, even in the weird stuff, like the weird bugs that you find, you know, it's like, I don't necessarily appreciate the bugs, but like how creative to make a bug that actual ugly, you know, (laughs) like I never, like he purposely created ugly things (laughs) because we always think like, oh, the Lord is just so beautiful. And you picture like puffy clouds and sky and like this beautiful mountaintop with snow and just this gorgeousness and it's like you look at this bug going where did you come from man like what and oh i just you just kind of find the humor in it you know it's like i definitely would not have come up with that jesus i kudos <laughs> to you right so um just oh. finding the appreciation in those things um and even okay. I w- i'd like to speak to like Work travel as well. It's like you can still see the irony just in the people that he's created too. I know traveling can be stressful, uh, especially if you're doing it for work. Um, And when people feel stressed, they sometimes might feel a little agitation as well just because you're trying to get somewhere. But just kind of seeing how people make choices and taking a light heart towards it versus being frustrated that they made a choice that you definitely would not have made. Like, why did you stop? You could have made that turn and then we wouldn't be stuck at this stoplight, and I wouldn't be running late, you know, and, and just kind of seeing the irony and how people think so differently and, and just the creativity that's um, in other people and how people arrive at their decisions, I think can be, can be a curious way to approach difficult situations. <laughs> it's just something i sometimes have to do to try to just say you know it takes all kinds to make the world go around <laughs> like i would not have made that decision my friend i would not have made that decision i'm, I'm glad you have exposed me to a new thought process <laughs> so oh, so oh. yeah i just i think that you can find good things wherever you look if you just have a heart that is filled with compassion toward people and,
0: and toward things I, I that personally is one of the things that motivates me to travel is the uniqueness of so many things and I just I had to share this cuz when you said the uniqueness of bugs <laughs> um <laughs> I was in Ghana Africa on a missions trip and we decided to have some worship night somewhere and they were like by the time we got done setting up there were like three people there uh-huh. um but then once we started play- playing all these people started coming in and they left all of the doors open and these lights attracted these bugs that they oh, call no. popcorn bugs oh, my. and they pull the wings off and apparently they eat it and it tastes like popcorn <laughs> but when we were driving away, there were so many of them that it looked like there was snow coming down and snow blowing across the road. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Did you eat a popcorn bug? I did not eat a popcorn bug. I wanted to never taste like, popcorn. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness.
0: Oh, I mean, if it was butter-flavored popcorn or, like, caramelized popcorn. <laughs> like... Oh my goodness! Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, kettle corn. I, I don't
0: think I could have done that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is, that is a different kind of experience.
0: That yes,
1: see, there's a creativity of our Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> that's amazing. I would have probably just taken their word for it too, though. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I probably would have just been like, I believe you. Yeah. I'm on a popcorn fast, though, right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yes. I guess kind of tangenting back to wellness, um, <laughs> what are some key things that you think are important to maintaining wellness while traveling? I think getting time with Jesus alone is
1: paramount, um, because that's where the rubber meets the road with everything else that you do. You know, when you just have that quiet time and quiet time is talked about so much um, about like what time it should be, how long it should be. And honestly, it's just like if you were if you're married or if you have a best friend, like what does having time with that person look like? And I think we need to apply that to our relationship with Jesus. Cause ultimately that's what it is. It's just a relationship. It's not this structured, like I need to spend 10 minutes of Jesus time. It's like, if you have 10 minutes, great. If you have 20 minutes, great. If you've got an hour and a half because you are on vacation, awesome. Fill up. Um, but it's an ongoing relationship. And I think just getting time in whatever that looks like, I mean, maybe that is just communication while you're in the shower and getting ready in the morning or while you're on the drive because you've got a taxi driver just taking you somewhere and you've got a few minutes to just kind of think for a minute, you know, like whatever it is that that looks like is what that looks like. Just like you would be texting somebody or making a phone call with whatever downtime you might have, you know, it's the same kind of concept. Um, but getting that Jesus time, because that's where you can process through whatever um, struggle is happening, whether that's an emotional struggle because you just had a difficult situation, or if it's a mental struggle because you're stressed out about whatever is happening in in the world that day um, or for you in your situation, like or even if it's um, like a physical thing. It's like maybe you've got something going on. In a hip or a knee and you're trying to get around town and it's just really bothering you, you know, like whatever it is, your need is getting that Jesus time is going to just refocus you on what's really important. And it's going to bring your eyes up instead of just being more downcast. Um, you're just constantly needing to go back to the Lord with that. I think that is probably the, the most important thing because whatever, you're traveling for is just going to bless you so much more to keep that central. Um, and it doesn't need to be super structured. It doesn't need to be any kind of specific thing. Um, it just needs to be time with him.
0: Yes. And I like that uh, comparison of your time with a friend. There isn't a set way that you do it every time, but mm-hmm. you spend time with them and same with Jesus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. cultivating that relationship. And and I, at least for me, what I've found is like the more that I cultivate it, one, the more I realize that I need it. Like mm-hmm. um, just yesterday, like I've been really working hard on establishing a very solid um, morning routine because sister here does not wake up easily at all. <laughs> I am The world's worst waker upper, not because I'm angry or cranky or anything like that, but because like, I do not become conscious very easily. And so I just wake up (laughs) useless. I am useless when I wake up and I've just been working so hard on a morning routine of some kind that is functional for me. And yesterday I missed my Jesus time. And it was two o'clock in the afternoon and my emotions were just getting out of control. And I'm sitting here going, what did I eat that is like messing with, you know, like sometimes foods can kind of like mess with you like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there going like, what in the world is ha-? Like, I was not this upset about this situation yesterday or the day before. And if anything, I should have been more upset then than I am now. Like, what is the deal? And it occurred to me that I, I had missed that time with jesus and i'm like oh my goodness i
0: need you jesus
1: and so i just i carved room and i just made myself sit down and just had five minutes of get my brain back on you lord because i need you and the rest of my day wasn't perfect but it certainly went a lot better but i did i just like put the brakes on and and very purposely carved out a spot because you know like when the priority suddenly skyrockets, like it's like an emergent thing, it's like you you find a way to make it happen, and I did. I had to find a way because I'm like I can't. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt someone's feelings here pretty soon because I'm cranky, <laughs> you know. And I and I didn't want to do that. Um, so for me, that's it's definitely getting time with the Lord. Absolutely. Whether that's just me verbal vomiting all over him and just Jesus, this is happening and this is happening and this is happening, um, which I do, but I have really learned that once I'm done with the verbal vomit, if I can get myself to be quiet and listen, he's actually talking back and helping me through the different things that I just told him all about. Um, And I've actually found that to be more productive than my unloading on him and so then I can shorten up the next couple of times I'll shorten up um, what it is that I'm dumping on him and just say Lord talk to me about this situation and I'll just be quiet and just kind of take in what it is that he's saying because obviously he knows a little bit more than I do just a little bit you know (laughs) like he's he's got it and the more I I learned to trust him with those different situations. Um, The more I know that if I just shut up and listen, (laughs) things will go a lot better. And yeah, getting in the habit of doing that during the regular routines really helps when you are out of town, when you are traveling, because you just know that you need it. Like You know that you're going to need food. You know, and so you plan out, where can I have lunch? Where can I have breakfast? What do I need for dinner? What kind of snacks should I pack? It's like, you know, you need these things. Same thing with the Lord. You know, it's like, you know, you're going to need time with him. What does that look like? You know, it's like a snack pack. It's like, when can you get that snack pack time with the Lord and just plan it right in there? Because, I mean, if you don't plan for it to some capacity um, or just have a natural habit of going to him, all of the time, um, then yeah, it's going to get discombobulated and you're going to feel really lost really quick because you are out of your normal everyday routine. You're in a different place. You're in a different, um, maybe you're in a different culture even, or even if it's like a local culture, it doesn't necessarily need to even be international culture. Like, goodness, I grew up in Michigan and now I live in Texas. That's, that's a culture shock. (laughs) You know, it's like people do life differently. And people respond differently when you're interacting with them. So, um, yeah, just anything outside of your normal routine just can really discombobulate you if you don't stay um, tethered to the Lord.
0: What does it look like for you to listen? Like, some people, it's reading their Bible, but personally if I just sit there in silence it's so quick for my mind to just go back to my to-do list or whatever it is I was just ranting to God about Mm -hmm. how what does that mean to you to just listen
1: so I have so many different ways um, just because different seasons and different situations will present themselves as more or less distracting like if I am really stressed about something, I need to get outside of my head. And usually I do that through worship and worship for me will look like anything from blasting something from Hillsong to just meditating on something from Upper Room kind of a thing. Um, So there's just a various amount of worship songs that I'll play that I'll just kind of have going that I'll either sing along to or just have as like a audio input so that I can just kind of process through my thoughts. Um, then there's times where I just need to write it all out. I need to write it, like physically write it, not type it. Cause for me, writing, it makes me slow down a little bit more. So I'm forced to organize my thoughts one at a time versus having 10 of them all at once. And it just coming in a chaotic, mumbo jumbo of a mess. Um, And then there's other times where I am not necessarily completely stressed about a thing. I'm just kind of wanting some direction, some clarity on something. And that is when I'll just kind of be quiet. And I have a, like a board that I keep and I put post-it notes on just like different subject matters that I'm just kind of like over time, been praying about and so I'll just kind of like put a sticky note up there with this the subject title like a couple of points or something and just kind of I'll put it up there and I'll leave it and be like Lord I know you're going to take care of that um and and I'll just kind of listen and see if I feel any kind of like direction or any thoughts come to mind um so yeah it just it looks different for me in different ways and different experiences and situations and I think it's Good, almost to have like an arsenal of ways because I'm just thinking like when we communicate with each other, we don't use one method of communication. Like sometimes we talk to each other and sometimes we text message each other. And other times we might leave a post-it on the counter for somebody, you know, to take care of something a little bit later. And sometimes there's just different ways to communicate and different ways that you receive communication too. Um, Like some people are more auditory, naturally. I'm definitely more auditory. Um, I am not a good note taker at all. I don't know how I finished grad school. (laughs) I'm a terrible note taker. I'm not the kind of person who writes in their Bible or anything. I'm a terrible reader. I don't read much (laughs) as much as I should. (laughs) Like I have the Bible on audio because I just, I love listening to the audio on it probably why I like doing podcasting <laughs> because it's like it's just audio. I love it. Um and so I think just having different ways to do it. I think exploring different ways is really important too because you might be in a season where something really really works and it really just resonates and then maybe over time that just kind of fades and you're thinking like, "Oh, maybe I'm just doing it wrong or maybe I it's just not working anymore. Maybe the Lord stopped speaking to me and that's never true. So if you ever think the Lord is not speaking to you, that's just, it's not true. It's just find a different way of doing it. It's like, maybe it doesn't work in this season or for that situation. Try something different. There's just so many things to explore and different ways to go deep with the Lord, um, that I would just encourage people to just keep trying. Um, keep seeing what would work what what you like what you don't like and it doesn't have to be miserable. I think that would be really important to say to you is that if you hate sitting in one spot just like staring at a wall like <laughs> listening for the Lord, don't do that, you know? Turn on some music, write something down or um, just find a different avenue. I mean, the Lord knows how he created you. He knows what you like and what you don't like. He also knows how to communicate with you, his creation. So it, it's not something that we necessarily need to work for. It's just do what you would naturally be inclined to do in communication with someone and you'll probably find it. So like um, I used to live in the Houston area and I loved driving down to the coast. And, um, now people always ask, are you more of a mountains person? or Are you more of a beach person? And I'm, I'm more of a both person. Like if you put mountains next to a beach, I'm a happy girl (laughs) (laughs) because I love just the monstrosity that mountains are. I just think they scream the glory of God. Um, but I also just love the, the endless ocean and just all the potential and possibility that it it feels like it represents. And so I just, I love both so much. Um, but yeah, so back to like, I would drive down to the coast and I would just stare out in the ocean and just listen to the waves. And it's like that rhythmical repetition, um, just kind of helped me calm down a little bit and just kind of helped me pace my thoughts. So that would be an example where it's like in that season, it just kind of helps calm me and and help with that. So there's just different things, different ways that you can process things. I don't think there's a right or wrong way. And we're like, we're just so unique in so many different ways um, that I think it's good that there's different ways that we can hear from the Lord.
0: That is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I I think it's something that I like, almost always think structurally. Um, but yet, I wrote this book called 365 Days of Creative Devotions. And there's probably like 180 different activities for engaging with scripture. Um, and yet somehow I didn't, while writing that, I didn't think about that as we all are I mean, I knew we were all unique, but I think it was more an outcry against this feeling of like, I'm tired of sitting still. Yeah. And I hadn't thought about that. That is really, he makes us unique and he'll communicate to us just how we need it. So are there any other things that you would like to leave our listeners with um, in terms of wellness?
1: Yeah, be intentional. I think
0: wellness takes intentionality. I think
1: a strong relationship with the Lord takes intentionality um, because this world is a dying world. Everything in it is declining in some way. Brand new things are only brand new for the split second. And then they just start to deteriorate, whether it's fast or slow, everything is deteriorating. And so it takes the uphill effort to be very intentional about taking care of yourself, taking care of your relationship with the Lord, um, and keeping that central because the Lord will direct you on what your priorities need to be. And when you have those in a healthy place, you, you won't be overwhelmed with things that you don't need to be paying attention to because, because you and the Lord have just, he's got your plan. So Mm -hmm. if you talk to the guy who's got your plan, you know it'll it'll probably work out pretty well <laughs> you know but um i think just being intentional is just paramount and there's going to be times where it slides just because we're human but it's not about perfection i think it's more about excellence i've really been learning that there is a very big difference between perfectionism and being excellent at something and i think we give up on doing anything well because it can't be perfect. And I don't think that that's true. I think we can do things in an excellent way and still, or I, let me say it this way. I think we can do things with excellence and still be safe from trying to be perfect. And I think excellence is something to strive for um, because I don't think we will never be perfect on this earth, but we can be excellent at something.
0: Well, Christy, I always like to ask our guests, what has been your biggest God moment in all of your travels?
1: Yeah, there's been so many. I think one that really sticks out because it was such a precious moment in a very precious time. Um, and this was, I forget how old I am right now, but gosh, 10, maybe 15, no, 10 years ago. Um I was on a mission trip, and um, I was co-leading this trip down. Uh, We lived in Michigan at the time, and we were um, traveling down to the Gulf Coast to do some mission work, and me and my co-leader, we were having an extremely difficult time, and while we were trying to maintain a strong presence for our team. And uh, it was just overall, it was a very difficult trip. I had this moment, we were in Tennessee and we were in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. Like I actually don't know what town we were even near because I don't know that there was a town to be near. (laughs) I don't think there was a street light for maybe a 10 mile radius. Our team just kind of found this spot to camp out for a bit. And I was laying down in the grass. It's just kind of this slightly open area. And so it was pitch black at night. And it was cloudy. And I was bummed because it was cloudy. And I'm like, oh, it's this gorgeous night, but it's all cloudy. And there's no stars. And I know there's no streetlights for anywhere. And I was just like, Lord, I just like, show me you. You're like, I just want to see you. And I, I was at a point in life where I didn't know the Lord super intimately or really, really deeply. I just, I loved missions. I loved being part of the church. And I, I just didn't understand him on a very deep, intimate level. And so it was just kind of this off the hip prayer that I prayed And what I didn't realize was, like, 10 minutes later, directly above us, there was, like, this little clearing in the clouds. And so we just saw, like, a 100 million stars in this little tiny area. And, like, you could see beyond in all directions. It was still cloudy. It was like the Lord just, like, poked his finger through the clouds. And so it just opened up right above where this tiny little clearing in the grass was or in the woods where we were and it was just so cool and I was just staring at it and I was staring at it long enough where it's like you could actually see like this it felt like the stars shift I know it was like the world turning because I know the world is what turns and not the stars but like (laughs) like you just saw this shift and it was just ever so slowly. And it was just such a beautiful, beautiful moment because it's like the Lord met me in a very personal way, but he used the entire universe to do it, you know, because it was like, I just had this horrible week It was just this really difficult time. Nobody on the team knew about it. And it was just like only the Lord knew how difficult that week had been. And for him to, like I say, like poke his finger through the clouds so I could see the stars. And then to see the shift, it was just like he has the whole world in his hands. And he just, it was just, he had so much control over everything in that moment. And I was just like, I am just such a tiny little dot on this planet, in this universe that you have created. And I don't think I'll ever see stars the same way again. (laughs) But it was just so incredible the way that he can meet you in such a deep and personal way and how he will move the heavens and the earth to do it literally move (laughs) the heavens to do it I was just like I was just so astounded and like I said that was maybe like 30 minutes of time 10 some odd years ago but I will forever cherish that and yeah and so I even use it now like when I start to feel overstressed or overwhelmed I just think he created the entire world in seven days I'm pretty sure he can handle this situation you know so yeah so that was somewhere in Tennessee
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice it's a great reminder that God our big amazing powerful God can meet us in such intimate intimate ways yeah He really can yeah so good so good well Christy we've really enjoyed having you on the podcast if our listeners want to connect with you Uh, where can they find you at?
1: Yeah, so I am in process of launching The Deeper Well. Um, I will have a website called thedeeperwell.co.co and uh, you can find me there. You can find me on social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and soon Pinterest um, at The Deeper Well or The Deeper Well
0: Podcast. That would be a great place. Well, thank you so much, Christy, for having or for, for joining us on the podcast. It has been an awesome just to hear how God has worked in your life and getting to hear some of your wisdom when it comes to wellness.
1: Yeah, this has been so much fun. I'm glad to be here.
0: Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Um, so listeners, until next time, safe travels and God bless.